You're a wizard, Harry. Potter Book Club for the Prisoner of Azkaban with Sarah Tompkins, Vijaya Shrestha, and I'm Michael DeMauro. This week we discuss Chapter 9, Grim Defeat. We talk about Sir Cadogan, Cadogan, something, and the battle for the Quizzage Cup continues. Welcome back to another week of the Quizzage Cup. Why do you sound so? Everyone. Whoa! He's doing his he's doing his like his radio morning voice, and we need to have like some like shock buzzers. Like I'm the diver. Actually, I don't have a radio morning. Voice, Everyone's so. favorite quiz segment because it's the only one we have where you get points, and then at the end you get a Quizzage Cup. Wait, is this like radio clickbait? <laughs> Top five answers that Michael could have given. <laughs> you won't believe what happens next. <laughs> Sarah buzzing early. Don't see what happened next. <laughs> All right. Except it didn't last time. I held off. You did. You did great. I'm proud of you. This is easily. Uh, I think we should not have a chat next time because we're being <laughs> this way is too the most nice civil. This is the most civil we've ever had this far before, too civil. ever ever. Far too civil. I'm, well, I'm drinking more wine, so it will become less civil over time. Excellent. All right. Well, Sarah, you're up first this week. Mm. <laughs> when Harry first tries to use Expecto Patronum against a Bogart, what is his happy thought? <laughs> Bajaya winning the Quizzage Cup. <laughs> This is the Quizzage Cup. <laughs> or the House Cup. Or the, sorry. <laughs> That's mine. That is, that is my, that is my Bogart charm, charm Bajaya. That is not Harry's. Harry can't take that from me. Quidditch. That is mine. That is mine only. I am the Quidditch. first, Quidditch. I am the first, first winner of the Quizzage Cup. Quidditch. It is not that Bajaya. though, Bajaya. That, that is wrong. It is not Quidditch that. the Cup yet. It's not that. It's not that. Michael, do you have a guess? Uh, I've got two. I'm going to go with the first time he flew. Yes, that is correct. So you're going to have to. (laughs) Michael! Man, my other guess was going to be the first time with a house cup. I couldn't remember if um, it was the house or the Quidditch, but both of them were wrong. I'm dying right now. (laughs) I couldn't, like, when I said when I said Quizzage, I was like, why are they laughing? But the thing is, like, in my everyday life, Quizzage comes up a whole lot more than Quidditch. Like, I, my quizzage, phone does autocorrect for Quizzage now. Yeah. It is, it is, well, it is ubiquitous. It is like, it is like omnipresent in my life. I was just like, they could just tell me it's wrong. They're not going to laugh about it. I will never laugh at you, Bajaya. <laughs> I never okay. laugh at you. Oh, my God. All right. That was so good, guys. Thanks. Okay. According to Lupin, what is the trick for defeating a Grindylo? Oh, no. Oh, I don't know this answer. 
Granilo. Man, this is hard. Hold on a second. Um, what? Sarah Tompkins. <laughs> no, I was saying it's it's. Oh my god, they're the ones that make you get lost in the bog. Right? Yeah. So it's it's having a map. I don't they're have not an the end. ones that make you get lost. In I the don't. Bog. I actually don't remember. Oh no! Wait. Those are. Well, I won't say. Don't say because it's probably one of my questions. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Well, they have. Are you, so you're giving up. They have. This is the first one you guys haven't gotten right from me. Um, they have long, spindly fingers that are strong, but de- but brittle. You have to break their grip. Oh God, I don't remember that. They're in the water, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what in the Goblet <laughs> of Fire they encounter. What is it? Wait, what is it? What is it from Napoleon Dynamite where they want you to break the grip? It's like <sighs> break the grip, walk away. I don't know what you're talking. Don't worry about it. Or maybe that was actually my self-defense lessons. I that might actually be the case. <laughs> did you ever have to do the no? You, did you never have to do the gym class? The guys went and played basketball while the girls had to do self-defense classes. No, nope. that's, that's what we did in Central New York. I mean, well, maybe maybe when I was playing basketball, that's what happened. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, no, when I was a girl, I didn't do that. <laughs> okay, what position was? Fudge in the Department of Magical Catastrophe when Bl- Sirius Black murdered those people. What position was he in? Catastrophe, not catastrophe. Uh, I like. I have it, no though. idea. Um, he was. Ding. Oh, you said you have no idea. I know. Uh, he was president. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> he was. He was. Um. The assistant to the regional manager of catastrophe. <laughs> Close. He was junior minister. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of like assistant to the minister of catastrophe. <laughs> okay. Oh man, rough week for us. I got another us. no hitter. No, no ru- hitter. <laughs> rough, rough week for us. Only one person got a point. It was These- me. Michael can go f himself. I feel like I feel like we had I feel like these are difficult questions though, except for they apparently are. apparently me. They are. Um, I would like for those t- uh, statisticians out there, it'll be fun for you to know that we are on week nine, and I have ten points. So, and as I we am, know, uh, you can predict that somebody has a seventy-eight percent chance of winning something, and they can lose it. Thirteen more <laughs> uh, questions to go, bruh. So take uh, Michael, that, Nate Silver. Michael with 10, Sarah with 6, and Bajaya <laughs> with 5. Chapter 9, Grim Defeat. Um, so basically the fat lady has just been slashed, just been attacked and all the professors, yeah, still shocking. Um, all the professors have made all of the students go, um, to the great hall where they're sleeping and Harry basically overhears the professors talking, being like, we don't know where he is and we don't know how he got in. And, um, so all the students, what's that? They would like go out of sight and out of uh, earshot to go talk about that just because they think that all the students at the great hall are sleeping right like, <laughs> chatty Cathy's, you never do that you never fake sleeping is like the easiest thing thing you can do although harry's real <laughs> bad about lying i Sarah imagine he'd be real horrible to fake all sleeper. the time uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, so people, um, well, people. Dean is like, he could have flown, Sirius Black could have flown in, and Hermione's like, you guys are all dumb. Like, none of your ideas would work, because uh, Hogwarts of History says so, and yada, yada, yada. So they go to bed, and... And then the next day, Harry actually um, is talking to McGonagall, and McGonagall's like, hey, I can't let you go to, to Hogsmeade because this is going to surprise you, but... And, and Harry's like, uh, Sirius Black totally wants to kill me. It's fine. I heard Mr. Weasley talking. And she's surprised, but she's like, oh, okay, sure, yeah, that's right. Um, so, you know, that just... Basically, she's like, you have to be really careful. You can't go training in Quidditch at night, and yada, yada, yada. But he wants to. Because they have their match against Hufflepuff coming up. And it's okay, a big match. Win. Yeah. And Harry's especially afraid because Cedric Diggory, the Hufflepuff seeker, uh, is is pretty pretty strong competition. I uh, thought Hufflepuffs were all a bunch of duffers. I mean, they are, but we, uh, we do have Cedric Diggory. He's like our one shining star. And Nymphadora Tonks. That's pretty much it. I hope nothing ever happens to him. I hope he stays around forever. We must protect him. Um, so anyway, it's the day of the match, and it is really, really gross out. It is raining and pouring, and Harry, they're flying around once they actually get into the match, and Harry can't see, and so Hermione has to cast a spell on his um, his glasses so that they, that they repel water so he can see. Um, and he's flying around, and I always all of a sudden... What's that? I always wanted, uh, instead of the uh, rain repelling charm, I always wish that Hermione would have, um, I don't know, had a spell to make windshield wipers on his glasses. That <laughs> <laughs> just uh, worked to repel. Okay. They probably oh, wouldn't Actually, have you know well. what I realized? I, I totally know. skipped ahead because there was this whole interlude where they're in um, Defense Against the Dark Arts class and nothing really happens other than Professor Lupin seems to be out. So they have a substitute teacher in the form of Snape because apparently, again, they have zero substitute teachers in this school. And Snape just basically belittles everyone and is like, you're dumb, you're dumb, you're, you're even dumber, you're uglier than you are dumber. And, um, and... They're like, okay, we're we're learning about Grindy Lou's or whatever they're learning about that day, and he's like, nope, we're gonna learn about werewolves now. Um, the and you know Hermione says, sir, we're not on that chapter. He goes, too bad, none of you would know a werewolf if bit you in the ass. So we're gonna learn about them, Ew. and yeah, it's not good. That's so basically, weird. he just yeah, it was super, it was super weird because that was the end. That that was the whole thing. Like it was just hmm. that Snape was there That's and substitute really teaching and made them of him to just up in uh, Lupin's like. Um, whatever lesson plans? Yeah, lesson plans yeah. and confusing I mean, kids. Right. And why? For what reason? Why would I mean, you do it? Zero reason. Also, I don't know why you would have him substitute teach that class. I feel like there are many other people who would be better at that. Like but anyway. Professor Grubbly Plank. Yeah. Yes, for instance. Uh, okay, fast forward back to that first game. Really rainy, really horrible. So Harry's flying around when all of a sudden he looks in the stands and he sees a big black dog. What? Yeah. Is it a it is, dog? It is a puppy. Uh, Professor Flitwick has gotten a black lab named Socks, and everyone <laughs> loves him. <laughs> um, no, it's the Grim, of course. A Grim! Yeah, it's the Grim, and now Harry's freaking out because he's like, what's going to happen? And, you know, I have to win this darn game when all of a sudden... He also, you know, starts to feel really, 
strange. He's on his Nimbus. He's trying to get get it to go faster because he sees he sees um he sees a tiny little you know snitch in the distance. But then he feels like he's gone deaf, and he hears screaming again. And there's oh, a voice, no. and it says, "Not Harry, not Harry, don't take oh. Harry." And then then a, another dude being like, "Stand aside," and more screaming, and he passes out. When he wakes up, he's in the hospital wing, and everyone's he like, "We flying. thought you were." What's that? He was flying, right? He was flying, but when he passes out, he doesn't know what happens, so he just wakes up in the hospital wing. And everyone's like, we thought you were dead. Good thing that the ground was super soft or something like that. Although I think Dumbledore actually helped break his fall. Yeah. So that's that's great. But um, essentially, Harry passed out because there were all sorts of Dementors flying around the field. Oh, my God. Yeah, that seems really ill-advised. Um, you know, Dumbledore saw him falling, magicked him slowly to the ground, magicked him onto a stretcher into the hospital wing um, where everybody on the team is like, um, we lost. This is the Dang. worst. Yeah, because Cedric Diggory. Before. What's that? Harry's never lost before. He has never, ever lost before. So he is really, really feeling bad about it. And they are not, the chances of them winning the cup are so slim to none now. Cedric Diggory caught the snitch, um, though he said when he realized what had happened, when, that Harry had fallen, he's like, this wasn't a fair game and we should just have a rematch. And um, everyone was like, no, no, you won fair and square, Cedric. Like, no need to be a martyr here. Like, just do this thing. <laughs> um, and Stupid so that's Cedric. such a bummer. And, you know, things could not get worse for Harry because yeah, he's like, really he passed does. out in front of the whole school again. He saw that stupid dog. That means he's going to die. They lost the game. Where is his broom? <gasps> I forgot about oh, his no. broom. His broom flew into the Whomping Willow. What? Oh, no. Yes. And it smashed into a trillion million little pieces. And Flitwick tried to put it back together again, but he was unsuccessful. And Hermione gives him the shattered remains of his Nimbus 2000. Jeez Louise. And that's how that's so the chapter sad. ends, which is a real bummer. Do you think he burned, Man, the, rough one. burned the remains of his Nimbus and like scattered the ashes on the Quidditch? <laughs> he totally did. I wonder though if you could like burn a broom and just like spring just a little fairy dust style, sprinkle it on you and get a little float, you know, a little uh levitation magic out of you. Too bad too um, bad um uh, broomsticks don't have the physical property of regenerating. Yeah, because then they could they could you could have a whole new broomstick again. Why are you coming at me like this? <laughs> you want to fight? You want to fight? Michael just came here to have a good time, and he's really, really he's feeling so attacked right now. Is it because I'm I'm in the lead right now in the Quizich Cup? That we're playing through? Quiet you, quiet you. Um, uh, if we're done, if we're done being jerks about certain <laughs> things, um. There was actually really nothing – there's really nothing new in this chapter. We talked about werewolves, which we haven't really talked that much about before. Um, hmm. But other than that, um, we basically just have Quidditch again. We kind of learned a little bit more about Cedric Diggory, but not much other than he is a good seeker and, you know, was a little, you know, willing to give up a, a match that he thought was unfair. Hmm. Um, and he's a good dude. Yeah, and I mean, I guess my questions were, why did they let these Dementors fly around a big old game? Like, that seems like a bad idea. I don't think they let them. I think they yeah, just I did it on their were, own. Yeah, I That, think seems, that they, seems not good. I think they said that they couldn't um, pass up that many 
people and emotions in one place. It's so delicious. They need to get. They need to get themselves under control. They're out of hand. Well, one would wonder why these evil monsters uh, are such a, an important part of law enforcement in the wizarding world. Right. That seems kind of ar- archaic. It's weird. Um. It's terrible. Yeah, and I mean, why would also why would Dumbledore and the crew talk so loudly near students? <laughs> um. And I guess my question is, how do you think that Sirius Black? Uh, if it was indeed Sirius Black who slushed the fat lady, how do you think he got in if they if they can't find him anywhere? I'm guessing he turned into a flowering shrubbery. That's right. A shrubbery. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Lavender. That's my guess. I think he magicked in- himself into a portrait and hopped from one portrait to the other. And, I think he's the dog. And. <gasps> what? No, that seems not That's right. That's a dumb idea. Sorry, that never seems, mind. That seems, that seems far-fetched. I think he- maybe he just mailed himself in. He just <laughs> packaged himself up in a package and made a couple owls take him in. That's true. Hmm. App- yeah. Maybe apparated. What if you can't did- apparate on the grounds of Hogwarts, ah. Michael? Haven't you read Hogwarts: The History? What if no. he did uh, magic himself into a portrait and hop portrait to portrait into fat ladies, and then ripped it to get out? Ah. Wow! Ah. I, that's, I think I, that- we have solved it. I don't think you can argue that that's not a thing that's, that happened. That's fail, that is fail-proof logic right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, oh, that's I, it. Oh. Yay. Oh, by the way, what? Um, I came back from Nepal three weeks ago, <laughs> guys. How was it? <laughs> it was great. Um, we that's had- so great. We'll have to, maybe in the future we can talk about details when we have time. Yeah. Wizards I in Nepal, what are they like? I magic. <laughs> Nepali wizards and witches. Nepali wizards. There's there's probably a school in Nepal or India. Oh. I feel like Nepal is a very mystical place. Yeah, probably up in the Himalayas somewhere. Yeah. I only know one Nepali witch. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. I wish that I, I wish that you immediately followed that by the name of like some known <laughs> like mystical <laughs> Nepali woman. <laughs> and I would I would have been like, oh wow. I'm impressed. That would have been good. Alan edit that in. <laughs> Alan, find this, please. <laughs> he, he now does all of our research for us. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, Sarah. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Sarah. Hey, guys. Did you remember we learned about Sir Cadogan? Sir Cadogan? Or Sir that Cadogan? tomato tomato. <laughs> You're right. Yes, I remember learning about Sir Cadogan. Um, Is it Cadogan? Well, I thought it was Cadogan. 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 Now I can't even say it right. But there's Kedogan. a write-up on Pottermore and the exclusive online books that um, J.K. Rowling uh, released a couple of m- several months ago. But mm-hmm. really, the mm. book is the same thing as what's on Pottermore. So, um, so Sir Cadogan's birthday is unknown. His oh darn! Wand. I was hoping he was an Aries too. So his wand, um, according to legend, is Blackthorn and Troll Whisker. Well, those are like two things we don't hear about. Yeah, I guess it's not. Uh, oh my God, what's his name? The wand maker, uh, Ollivander. Yeah, it's not an Ollivander wand. Um, it sounds. It sounds very medieval. Yeah, like that. That works. Oh yeah, for me, it's actually. definitely medieval. Uh, it's nine inches and combustible. Hmm. Which comes oh. into play later. His uh, Hogwarts house was Gryffindor. 
And he was in a Hogwarts house. Yeah, he was in Hogwarts. And Jeez. when did when? Uh, yeah, sorry. Hogwarts started in like the nine hundreds. This was when yeah. I couldn't remember the actual year of, of Hogwarts. Yeah, uh, okay, his so special ability is insane bravery. Not just bravery, insane <laughs> bravery. Uh, I enjoy that. He had a wizard father and a witch mother. And his family uh, is believed to be three wives who all left him. And he, uh, wait, three wives like like consecutively or like all say, at once? It just says, okay, I think it's probably like at different times. He had three in, in a sequence. Okay, yeah. but that's still sad. Okay, and, uh, continue. He's rumored to have had seventeen known children. Who knows how many children he like. Uh, you know, had outside of marriage. Or Dang, I think they're all Duggan. Hey, he's, he's, he's getting it. He's a he's player. Getting it. So, before uh, the- do we think they're all in portraits? Huh? Do we think all of his children are in portraits about Hogwarts? Probably not. Hog- I mean, like, wouldn't that be great? That would be. That would be funny. Okay. But before Sorry. the, I smell some fan fiction. Before the wizarding community was forced into hiding. It was not unusual for a wizard to like just kind of hang out and live in the Muggle community, and then mm-hmm. and also well. hold down a because they didn't really have a Ministry of Magic, so they still had to make money to live. So they would just kind of be a Muggle in disguise and work a Muggle job. So it's widely believed in wizarding circles that Sir Duggan was one of the famous knights of the Round Table. Really? What? Albeit a little known one. Um, hmm. and he, I mean, we can't, we can't all be Sir Gawain. I get it. It is thought that he achieved this position because of his friendship with Merlin, who was a Slytherin uh, at Hogwarts. Going back right. to one of our segments. Uh, so wow. he was, Merle's. Def- <laughs> he was definitely taken out of, uh, the muggle volumes of King Arthur's stories. But wizarding versions of them include Sir Cadogan with Sir Lancelot, Sir Bedivere, and Sir Percival. Um, and mm. These tales Percival. show a reveal a story of him being hot-headed, peppery, and brave to the point of foolhardiness. So insane, that's that's insane a- bravery. I was gonna say, that's that's pretty that's pretty on par for a nice at the round table. So that's good. Yeah, and a uh, and a good man, but a good man in a corner. So one of his most famous encounter was with Wyvern of Y. So Wy- mm-hmm. Wyverns are, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, are mm-hmm. uh, uh, are Wyverns possibly? Wyvern, uh, like Irish a Wyverns. dragon with. I small, don't know. It sounds Welsh to me. Dragons with uh, a dragon-like creature with small, uh, two small wings and two feet. Um, I think two feet. I don't remember. Anyway, a dragonish country or country dragonish creature. Well, whales, whales. That yeah. was terrorizing <laughs> the West Country. So at their first encounter, the beast ate his uh, the Circodogon's handsome steed and bit oh. his wand <gasps> in half and melted his what? sword and visor. So Not very nice. He was not able to see because of the steam rising from his melting vi- helmet. I, You know, like, when you open, like, a dishwasher yeah. with your glasses on? Like, I get it. it I get it. So he barely escaped with his life. But instead of running away, he just kind of staggered into a nearby meadow. He grabbed a small fat pony that is in that portrait at Hogwarts. Huh. 
Tiny pony. Tiny pony. I leapt onto it and galloped back towards the wyvern or wyvern with nothing but his broken wand in hand and prepared to meet a valiant death. Insane bravery again. Um, I like it. So the creature lowered its head to swallow the Sarko Duggan and the pony. But remember, his wand is combustible. It pierced the creature's tongue, igniting it and uh, igniting the gassy fumes rising from its stomach. I'm guessing it was going to, like, breathe fire on it. Oh, is it burp? But that's fine. And causing the creature to explode. What? So elderly, cool. So because of that, because of what happened, elderly witches and wizards still use the saying, I'll take Duggan's pony to mean I'll salvage the best I can from a tricky situation. Huh, that's fun. Huh. Guess who's going to incorporate that into their <laughs> speech now? And uh, his, uh, Sarka Duggan's por- portrait, which hangs on the seventh floor of the of Hogwarts Castle and helped Harry, Ron, and Hermione uh, find the divination uh, classroom, uh, shows them with the pony he rode forevermore, uh, which, you know, probably didn't like him because he had to face off against a dragon-like creature because of it. But um, it, the portrait accurately depicts his hot temper, his love of foolhardy challenge, and his determination to beat the enemy. Come what? Also his also his tiny pony. And his tiny pony. <laughs> but that was uh, another, uh, Circa Duggan also makes an appearance in another one of our segments about the Hogwarts portrait. So he's like mm. the two-dimensional character in personality. <laughs> literally literally two-dimensional, literally yeah. and figuratively because he can only do and say the couple of things that the portrait artist um, magicked into the portrait hmm. versus like the I will say Hogwarts he totally he totally fits he totally fits the the round table um well though there you go the whole romantic figure I love it yeah hmm. that's a really fun story thank you Bajaya cool. thanks Bajaya um, I liked it I got a lot bye bye Thank you for joining us for You're a Wizardary. Want to help out? Go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. Want to get in touch? Email us at potterpod at geeklyinc.com or follow us on Twitter at potterpod or geeklyinc. And individually, you can find me at thriftynerd. I'm Vijaya Shreshta, and you can find me on Twitter at ethnicninja. I am Sarah Tompkins, and you should hit me up at herladytompkins. Editing help this week by Alan Matthews. Our podcast art is created by Jesse Carlton. You can find more of his work at J exclamation point on Instagram. And our music is created by Sean Fagan. Find more of his music at soundcloud.com slash sleepy fish.